Hi, and welcome to Healing Quest. I'm Roy Walkenhorst. And I'm Judy Brooks, and our focus here on Healing Quest is integrative health, including mind-body medicine. You know, that's one of the ways we keep ourselves happier, healthier, and living longer. Well, we have a great show for you today. Lots of talk about love with Valentine's Day just around the corner. Later in the show, we're going to hear from Dr. Deepak Chopra about his thoughts on love, because it's definitely in the air as we anticipate the week ahead. And in that context, we thought you'd be interested in research from Penn State about what makes us feel loved. It's really interesting. What they did is they got 495 American adults and they measured their reactions to 60 different scenarios designed to determine what generates a loving feeling. One surprising result was that verbal expressions like saying I love you weren't the most meaningful. Yeah, it was behavioral actions like showing compassion or snuggling a child that topped the list of what makes people feel loved. You know, the study's author says simple, everyday gestures matter most when it comes to feeling loved on a daily basis. That means like making the bed in the morning, that'd be a good thing to do? That's a nice gesture. Okay. I like that. You should just keep doing that. All right. At the other end of the spectrum, controlling behaviors were seen to be the least loving, things like somebody wanting to know where you are at all times. Mm -hmm. And the scientists emphasized that verbal gestures like saying I love you are still important, but it's just doing the little loving things every day is even more powerful in making somebody feel loved, not only on Valentine's Day, but every other day as well. Well, by the way, the Penn State study on what makes us feel loved was published in the Journal of Social and Personal Relationships in case you want more details. If you're just joining us, you're listening to Healing Quest, and I'm Judy Brooks. And I'm Roy Walkenhorst, and we're talking about natural ways to help us live longer, healthier, happier lives, especially with Valentine's Day coming up on Thursday. Now, if you're thinking about a Valentine's dinner with an extra-romantic menu, We've done some research into aphrodisiac foods as identified by the Organic Authority website. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I, well, number one on their list is oysters, which, you know, we've heard before. No which surprise pro- there. No, it, which improve dopamine levels to boost libido in men and women. Oysters are also high in zinc, which is vital for testosterone production. Number two on the aphrodisiac food list, and th- this is a, a huge surprise to me. Watermelon. The director of the Fruit and Vegetable Center at Texas A&M says watermelon delivers Viagra-like effects on blood vessels throughout the body. He says watermelon also contains citrulline amino acid, which helps relax blood vessels that increase sex drive. So... I'm seeing watermelon in a whole new light. There you go. Well, <laughs> yeah, I think they have watermelon martinis. There we go. Mm-hmm. Well, number three on the list is dark chocolate mm, with a chemical known as, <laughs> want to say that word, Roy? Phenethylamine. Phenethylamine, that's right. That stimulates the sense of excitement and well-being. Well, we've heard chocolate is is always, why, why do people give uh, boxes of chocolate on Valentine's Day? So now if somebody says, uh, you know, you're in the mood for something sweet, you say, I'd like a little phenethylamine. That'll really <laughs> confuse them. Number four on the list is asparagus, which is high in a B vitamin that increases the production of histamine, which is very important for a healthy sex drive in men and women. Well, number five on the list is avocado, which Mm. is one of your very favorites, Mm. which legend says was found to be so sexy by Spanish priests in South America that they forbid their parishioners from eating them. Mm. Hmm. Number six on the list is maca, and that's a root known as Peru's natural Viagra. Our our friend medicine hunter uh, Chris Killam says the maca plant increases stamina, energy, fertility, and libido. 
I remember a couple of years ago, we saw Chris at the Natural Products Expo, and he was talking about one of the roots and plants that he had bringing in from South America. I don't remember him saying that it had these kinds of benefits, so we're going to see him in about a month. I'm going to talk to him about that. No, I I think he would say that, but certainly for energy and all all kinds of reasons. It's a a great herb. Mm -hmm. And rounding out the top seven aphrodisiac foods are pumpkin seeds. Who knew? Like oysters, they're high in zinc for testosterone production, along with libido, vitamins like B, E, C, D, and K. Well, there's a lot of libido vitamins. (laughs) And minerals, including calcium, potassium, niacin, and phosphorus. So, as we mentioned above, our source for this is the Organic Authority website. So, of course, they recommend that all of these aphrodisiac foods that you buy be organic. So, to recap, for that romantic Valentine's Day menu, I'm trying to figure out how you can kind of weave these all together. You want to, obviously you want to start with oysters. We knew that. But watermelon, dark chocolate, asparagus, avocado, maca, and pumpkin seeds. There you go. Well, there's a menu. I'd really like to see how somebody puts all that together. I don't even think I'm going to try. That's why you need multiple courses. That's, that's right. And always chocolate, 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 (laughs) especially the dark chocolate, the 80%, 90% cacao that's really full of antioxidants. It's good for you. It's what the doctor orders. I wanted to participate in the research projects on that. I could never (laughs) figure out how to get on them. But anyhow, so yeah, chocolate. And we have one other thing to add to this list, and that is beet powder. Which has a lot of benefits, and one of them is it could really, uh, guys, it could really help our uh, our Valentine's Day because it is important for our cardiovascular help. It's a vasodilator, and that means when it comes to what's known as male sexual performance, you may want to have some beet powder. Because it's, it's nitric oxide. Right. And that's something that we've learned over the last few years is a really important thing because we don't get enough of it after 40. Right. We do, the body doesn't produce enough of natural nitric oxide after 40. So now what we've discovered is an easy way to, let's say, support that part of our daily life, especially on Valentine's Day, which is it's a drink mix. It's a daily dietary supplement. One scoop in the beverage of your choice. <laughs> I put it in my shake in the morning. I put it in water and I drink it and it supports heart health and cardiovascular right. health. And also the other thing it enhances is your workouts. Right, exactly. So if we can keep our heart healthy and keep those arteries at maximum with the nitric oxide, that's, I guess, the other tip we'd add to that list. That's right. But up next in our show, heart health tips from one of the country's top naturopathic doctors. And later we're going to talk about a critical factor in living long, happy lives and something we've discovered to help our body deal with that critical factor in a very easy and natural way. And don't forget, podcasts of this and other Healing Quest shows are available at our website, HealingQuest.tv. And please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at HealingQuest. I'm Roy Walkenhorst. And I'm Judy Brooks, and you're listening to Healing Quest on iHeartRadio. Radio. 